Yeah, the the NFL provides, man. The NFL is is always making content, and that did not stop on Sunday. It felt kind of good to have a, a big football story on Sunday. It kind of made me feel like we're back in in the season. But yeah, Tom Brady is back. Apparently, he had a a really nice two month retirement and decided to come back. So hooray! The NFC South is is going to the Buccaneers. The Panthers should not even bother to contend, and I'm incredibly sad. That's all I got. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I was not expecting this honestly. Like I, if you're if it's gonna happen for somebody, it's gonna be from Tom Brady. I think that that kind of makes sense, seeing that's already it's actually happened. But I still didn't think he'd actually do it. No, I mean it's just you know I people speculated he'd come back, but it was like he'll come back in a year, he'll come back in two years, like but. You know, as as Harrison, as our friend Harrison Pekent told us, you know, Tom Brady is certainly coming back. There's no way he's actually going to stay retired. And, you know, everybody trolled him and then it actually came true. And it, it throws more doubt onto if it's a bit or if it's reality, as as I think a lot of Harrison's tweets make you question. Who uh, knows? I, I don't know. I, I never know with him. It feels it feels that's that's another episode we could do another day. But do you have the the actual post from Tom Brady? Tony? I do. Yep, I have it. His, you read it was it? an Instagram an Instagram post, and it said, "These past two months, I have realized my place is still in the field and not in the stands. That time will come, but it's not now. I love my teammates and I love my supportive family. Without them, none of this is possible. I'm coming back for my 23rd season in Tampa. We have unfinished business. LFG." Yeah, and then there are statements from Bruce Arians and the general manager, Jason Litch. So uh, Bruce Arians said, Tom Brady loves to play football as much as anyone I have ever been around. As Tom said, his place right now is on the football field. He is still playing at a championship level and was as productive as anyone in the league last season. We are ecstatic that he decided to continue playing and working towards winning another championship. And then uh, Litch said, we are thrilled that Tom has decided to come back this season. We said we would leave all options open for him should he reconsider his retirement and today's announcement is something we have been preparing for in recent days. Bruce and I have had plenty of conversations with Tom recently that led us to believe there's a realistic chance he would want to come back. Tom is the greatest quarterback of all time who is still playing at an elite level. With this decision made, we will now continue to move forward with our offseason plans to reload this roster for another championship run. Yeah, I mean, if he's going to come back for another year, might as well. Uh... His contract this year is a little weird compared to last year. It's not super team-friendly, so they may restructure it because Tampa Bay is now officially just over $3 million over the cap. Uh, Tom Brady is contributing $20.27 million to that cap hit as compared to only $10.5 million last year. Uh, in fairness, his dead cap was $50 million last year and is only $15 million this year, so I guess there's an improvement there, but... In terms of team-friendly contracts, they may have to restructure somebody here or there, maybe two, three people, depending on who they are, to get under that cap. But overall, I mean, what what can you really say? It, I'm surprised, but I'm not. I was going to say, if there's anybody who is willing to restructure a deal, it's probably Tom Brady, given his history of restructuring deals to be more friendly with the Patriots. It, it was actually detailed in Seth Wickersham's book, it's better to be feared that Tom Brady like would restructure his contract kind of out of paranoia 
that Belichick would want to get rid of him because he he famously doesn't like aging players on really big contracts. So I have a feeling that we have not seen the last of Tom Brady restructuring his contract. Yeah, probably not. This is just going to be a huge year to see, you know, how much further can Tom Brady really go? Because I think every single year, everybody's always like, well, this surely must be his last year. He can't go another year. I mean, 2022, he's going to be 45 years old. My dad's like 47 and sometimes struggles <laughs> to get off the couch. So I don't understand how Thomas Edward Brady is still playing in the NFL and still wants to do it. But good Lord, I mean, he's really going for it. And props to him. Congratulations to you, Mr. Brady. But I really wish he'd leave <laughs> for good. No, I mean, he has, he has 22 accrued NFL seasons. That's obviously not counting the toll that high school football took on him. And then obviously, you know, we played at Michigan for, for a few years on top of that. So, I mean, he's, he's just incredible. I mean, he realistically has played 30 seasons of, of football, if you count high school and college. So it's just it's insane. That's a lot of hits. Of course, he, yeah, no, he's coming back. He's, I mean, like you said, what else is there to say? I mean, it, it takes... Tampa Bay from a, a team that everybody's kind of questioning and saying maybe they'll take a quarterback this year. You know, Blaine Gabbert's still on their roster, I believe. And so, you know, it's removed a lot of doubt from, from the team this year. Yeah, I wasn't super worried about them. I kind of figured they'd make a free agency push. I was a little surprised that they hadn't yet, and I was kind of thinking, you know, because, you know, doing this show, it has now forced my brain into thinking about the NFL 24-7, 365 and I've just kind of been running through teams that I know don't have a great quarterback and I know are probably going to be dipping into free agency with this poor draft class that we have for quarterbacks this year. And I kept thinking, like, why haven't the Bucks done anything? I mean, I think they have, you know, they don't have a lot of cap space. This is, of course, pre, pre-Brady's pre contract, but they have some. And uh, now it makes sense. They must have known this is going to happen for a little bit now. Yeah, I mean, they've, you know, they obviously said that they've been preparing, they being the, the coach and GM of been preparing for this for the past couple of days so it, it, you know as soon as they found out i guarantee you it changed their strategy as to how they would approach free agency I, and you know something i saw from Schefter is that the 22 free agents of the buccaneers you know brady making this decision is obviously you know this is kind of it right this was the last chance for him to make the decision because as these buccaneers players who are free agents can kind of hit the open market uh you know the Buccaneers are not going to be able to offer them the same money that other teams would be able to. They wouldn't have been able to even before Tom Brady got there. But now that Brady's back, they obviously are going to be less, but they're going to have a better chance to win a Super Bowl. So that's you know that's kind of part of the calculations, I think. Yeah, if they can pull everybody back, because you know this whole team is kind of built off of mostly aging guys that are finally willing to sacrifice money. For a potential rings, ring. Yeah. That's kind of how this team is built. Many of these guys are on like one or two year deals. So this was supposed to be a very, you know, like we're going to win now team and we're really going to kill ourselves in the future and we're not going to be successful for 15 years once this is over, but we're going to be successful now, darn it. And uh, every single year it's like, well, this is the last year. Now they're going to be terrible next year. And every year these guys come out and surprise me and take the minimum they possibly can to retain everybody. And these guys all seem super legacy-driven, which is, on the one hand, awesome to see, and on the other hand, it's terrifying because this team can get away with paying these guys so little and then be so good. Yeah, I mean, post-Super Bowl, that was kind of the narrative. It's like, oh, yeah, this team is great, but they won't be able to bring 
everybody back. Like to be able to do that, everybody would have to be willing to take major cap hits, you know, or major salary deductions to make this work because there are just so many talented guys who are just coming up on, on contract extensions or expiring contracts. And, you know, they obviously were able to make a run this year, and they actually were a really good team that were just ended by the eventual Super Bowl champions. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I, they, they definitely can. I think, like you said, that's a very good point, is that this is a very legacy-driven franchise and team at this current moment. So there's no reason to think that, that – I mean, let's be real. Like, Vegas took the Super Bowl betting odds off the board because this changes the landscape so dramatically. It, it quite literally alters everything. So they don't even have – you can't even bet on the Super Bowl champion right now. It's just it, – it, I mean, this changes everything. Like, the Panthers are supposed to be in talks, as well as the Saints, I think, to uh, to pick up Deshaun Watson now that he's cleared legal legal troubles. That may change. Like, the Panthers may punt this year and say, okay, Brady's in our division. There's no way we're beating Tampa Bay, even if we get Deshaun because of all the assets we'd have to get get rid of to get Deshaun. Not to mention, our, we'd be basically in cap hell with two – incredibly expensive quarterbacks and I have to think the Saints are of the same mentality although they're definitely better than the Panthers significantly speaking um, and then the Falcons too I have to imagine this changes the, the math for the Falcons uh, Matt Ryan recently I believe uh, changed his contract around to be a little bit more team friendly so I think the Falcons are are going to be in a tricky situation as well so I, I mean it changes it changes everything for everyone yeah and this definitely it's it's such it's got to be such a blindside for these teams because now we're getting to the point where these guys really have to start making team friendly contract decisions. Guys that are on the team, and then in free agency, we they have to start thinking about you know who are we going to sign from these different teams and from free agency, and who are we going to draft upcoming? And Brady coming back really just kind of throws off everything because everybody was kind of banking on the Bucks' Achilles' heel being their quarterback because no matter who they got likely not going to be, you know, another guy. That's caliber. Yeah, it's just, you know, such a great leader and uh, a, a significantly above average performer as Tom Brady. And he just brings this aura to the team that is really a sense of security and his leadership is essentially unmatched. I'm pretty much only Peyton Manning is the only real field general that I can think of that compares to Tom Brady. No, Absolutely. Now, I do think that this is interesting because, as I mentioned, you know, Deshaun Watson, the the Panthers are have been reported to be going in all in on getting Deshaun. The Saints are obviously trying to do the same. And so I have to wonder, does this change Deshaun's choice of, of free agency? I have to imagine that this does a little bit as he's trying to force his way out of Houston. Is the NFC South no longer really viable for him? Um, The thing with that is... I think at worst he understands that the NFC South is not viable this year. Because mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure, you know, he's Tom Brady is 45 years old. He is playing another year. He said years ago, and we all made fun of him for this, that his end-all, be-all goal for playing football is mid-40s. That was his original thing. He has since, you know, kind of said 50. Uh, but I honestly think he's more joking at this point more than oh, anything. I- I don't think so. I think the you're going to say that, and then he's going to hoist Lombardi at 50 <laughs> on a third know. team. I, <laughs> if he retired this year, not just considered it, if he actually did it this year, and he did it for two months, then after this season, depending on how these things go, he's really got to be pushing it. 
I don't know. I mean, just like look at his output this year. I mean, he was firmly planted in the MVP race, which, you know, when on his last year on the the Patriots, I was thinking, yeah, there's no way that like this guy would ever win an MVP. We're seeing the end of him, and then he looks better on on Tampa Bay. Well, I, yes, of course he looks better on Tampa Bay. I, again, he has all these great guys that are willing to take so much less money. I mean, Brady takes an extremely, in, you know, in comparison to most quarterbacks, $20 million cap hit is really not that bad. So in general, this is a very team-friendly contract. For reference as to how team-friendly this team is, his extremely team-friendly quarterback contract is actually the second highest on the team slightly behind Mike Evans by $400,000. That's it. Other than that, everybody else has been extremely willing to give a, give up money to retain others. So this is a team of very talented players that are all trying to get a ring at the expense of essentially money. So I think that he he is surrounded by so much talent, he can be kind of bolstered when he's, when he's fading a little bit. Because he's not, I mean, obviously he's not who he was. At one point, he was significantly better oh. than he is now. He's still Schefter. great. Schefter just broke some news. Oh, what'd he say? Ryan Jensen is now back after Tom Brady has been brought back, according to Jensen's agent. Okay. So, I I actually think it'll be interesting to see if Ali Marpet comes back. They're going to need a really good O-line. Yeah, I mean, because I know Marpet retired, but... You know, that was on the 28th of, of February, so I would be inclined to think that he might consider coming back. He might. I don't know. Because they have he, to know that if they don't have a top five O line, then they Tom Brady may die this season. <laughs> they have to at least have that in the back of their mind. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I would imagine that he would, that the Buccaneers are trying to get him back now. I would just be curious as if, you know, if he wants to come back, of course. Yeah, this team's looking like it's poised for another run. And obviously, you know, at this point, it's so hard to doubt Tom Brady. He's done it so many times and proven everybody wrong so many times. But at a certain point, quarterbacks do age and just have, you know, that year where they just start to fall off. And at a certain point, you have to be thinking, is Tom Brady going to push his luck one too many years and end on a bad note? So Schefter just quote tweeted his own tweet about, Jensen and said that he now has a three-year, thirty-nine million dollar contract. So that's not too terrible, honestly. Thirty-nine that's, spread over three years. So that's pretty team friendly. That's imagine, pretty so. team friendly. And again, he is Shocker. a top offensive lineman in the NFL. He can make no, a lot more money other places. No, I mean, as that team is constructed, I would imagine they would would at worst be a top ten O line right now. I yeah. think that's very workable for Tom Brady. Will be interesting is I know Gronk said that he was considering playing for another season and was considering playing for a Super Bowl caliber team, which everyone interpreted it as not Tampa Bay, but with Brady back. I mean, I think that Gronk is probably a lock for Tampa Bay as well. Yeah, I never actually, I didn't think of that, but you're right. He did say that was like the big news. He wasn't going back to, he wasn't coming back to Tampa because Tom was gone and he kept saying Super Bowl team. This is now a Super Bowl team again. Like the band is back together for essentially the second, third year in a row now. Yeah, I mean, realistically speaking, besides Ali Marpet and, and Antonio Brown, that team looks very similar to the Super Bowl team. So, you know, they just added a couple of years to everybody. Yeah, they really don't. They did not need Antonio Brown. He can go anyways. 
No, yeah, I mean, I'm just saying that, like, the team is still is still very much intact. Which is amazing that not only not only did they completely retain their entire team after the Super Bowl season, once they look like they could potentially do it again, at the very least retain most of their pieces, which is still phenomenal. No, I mean, it, it truly is incredible. I, I mean, they're obviously, you know, like with, you know, as we saw with the Saints, like eventually uh, the Patriots too, your cap does catch up with you, but you can you can punt it as long as as long as you need to for a good chunk of time without ramifications. So that's what this team is obviously primed to do. Just off the bat prediction as to how this team does, I'd imagine anything short of an NFC South championship would be kind of crazy. Yeah, it really depends on how the Saints look because the Saints have proven to be a contender in that division when Jabo is healthy. If Jabo is healthy, I think that the Saints are at worst the number two team in that division and they have seem to have a formula where they can beat the Bucks every time in the regular season, which could be huge. I guess with Sean Payton uh, leaving, that could very well change, and this team could be completely different even with Jameis Winston back. But as of right now, we have to assume that the Saints still have the Bucks number, and that could be a huge game changer if the Saints can essentially pull the head-to-head win. At this point, are we even sure that Payton's really gone? When did Honestly, he retire? Who knows? I've, I have, I don't know anymore. We, I need to, I, we need to figure out when Peyton retired because we just need to add two months and circle that date as like the expected time that Peyton is going to return. Take what, however long Tom Brady retired ago was, you know, add the uh, that many days to Peyton's announcement and see what Peyton did. Well, <laughs> wait for him see. to announce he's back. <laughs> January twenty seventh, twenty twenty two. That was when? That was when Sean Payton retired. Uh, so two weeks from today, he should be back. So Okay, so he'll be back pretty soon. <laughs> yeah, don't worry. He'll be back. Hate, Saints will be great. I hate my life. As this just makes Panthers everything fan. so difficult. No, it's just as a Panthers fan. Like I, I'm glad that Brady is back from a perspective of that we get to now project the Tampa Bay Buccaneers as like a 13-4 and four team. But it's just, it's so frustrating as a fan of the sport. to go, He's back. Like, I thought he was gone, but he's back. I hate this. I, he's never leaving. Here's the thing, he's though. He's never is like, leaving. This is the Tom Brady, you know, aura thing that he has around him. He's a golden boy that can do no wrong. Could you imagine if Aaron Rodgers did this exact same thing? Oh, I've seen so many tweets about that and thought, oh, like, Oh, my gosh. The, the agonizing that every time like Aaron Rodgers is brought up on any ESPN show or podcast, there's like a little brief, oh my god, are we talking about Aaron Rodgers again? I'm so tired of talking about this man. We're going to be talking about Tom Brady for like the next straight week. Yeah, which we've already been doing for the past straight 23 years. <laughs> Can you, and for I some think... reason, nobody, everybody's like, oh yeah, this is fresh news. We're not tired of talking about Tom Brady at all, even a little bit. I'm so sick of him. I just want him to leave. I think I need to take down. I need to t- to contact the people at the Observer and have them take down my Tom Brady a legacy post. Such a good, it's such a good column, and it's been ruined. Like, yeah, I have to great Brady ruined everything. Yeah, you know who who really lost? It was the person who bought Tom Brady's last NFL touchdown ball and bought it yesterday for half a million dollars at auction. They bought it yesterday. Yesterday. Oh my gosh! It, I hate, it, it, I hate may, Tom Brady. It may have even been like earlier today. That guy now hates Tom Brady forever. 
yeah, if I'm that guy, I'm tr- I'm trying to figure out ways to get around that auction because that's just horrifying. I can't imagine sinking five hundred thousand dollars into anything and watching it within twenty four hours be made relatively worthless. Like, I mean, it can't go more than the average Tom Brady touchdown ball. I mean, I guess he could he could he could sue Brady for false advertisement. <laughs> well, it's not Brady, so it was a fan. Who, uh, because the the receiver who caught it obviously didn't realize it was going to briefly, um, for the last you know for the, for a brief time be the last touchdown pass. So he just chucked it in. I think it was it was was it Evans, the same it guy who Evans chucked again. Yeah, who chucked the six hundred touchdown ball. So he chucked it in the stands. A fan caught it. The fan took it to an auction house, an official sports merchandise au- auctioning house. It sold there with the opening bid of a hundred thousand dollars. And you know, eventually rose to five hundred thousand dollars, closed at five hundred thousand dollars, and it's worthless. Like I don't think you know, as much as I'm gonna complain, I don't think anybody lost as badly as that one person did with yeah. the news. I think like, the person that won the most is the guy who auctioned it. <laughs> he got rid of it like at the right time. He it got peaked. rid of it at the it peaked person. in value. Yeah. What a I mean that guy's gonna tell that story for the rest of his life. Oh, for sure. I would have. I would have done the dumb thing of holding on to it until he makes the Hall of Fame, and oh, yeah. if I had done so, it would, you know, it would be no, no more impressive than any of the six hundred touchdowns he's thrown. Well, unless of course he's gets injured in the first game and doesn't throw another one. There is yeah, still like an hope. ACL tear. That's there what is, that guy has to be banking on. There is still on. hope that that is that 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 is the last touchdown pass Tom Brady will ever throw. That's a very slim hope, though, and a very depressing hope. It is a very slim hope, but it is a hope nonetheless. Yeah, I mean, if you're out $500,000, I would imagine you're already probably a little bit uh, depressed, so I guess it's not that depressing to imagine. Yeah. But I just, that guy really did lose today. I mean, like, he think about it. He got that news, like, if it was a guy who just bought it, like, his son ran in, Dad, Dad, Tom Brady unretired. Oh, son, haha, that's so fun. Schefter tweet. Oh my God! Looks down at the football. No, like that's football immediately turns into divorce papers. <laughs> no, that 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 dude was like, it's this or a really nice boat, <laughs> and he chose wrong. He chose the ball. Now he has a really oh. expensive buoy. Yeah, really. That's about as that's about as all it's good for. So, um, we need to come up with a name for Schefter tweets because I keep like we have the fun little Woj bomb, right? And I'm trying to come up with like a name for every time Schefter tweets something so we can just make it a series of shows now because this is, what, the fourth show that we've done that Schefter has broke news on. We've reacted to it within the same day. Like we need – can it be Schefter scoops? I guess, yeah. We can, we can keep ideating on that, but we can, we can for tentatively call it that. Uh, nothing sounds as good as, um, as, as a Woj bomb, but you can't do Schefter bomb. Yeah, it doesn't quite work. No, it doesn't. Oh, Shefty just retweeted Tom Brady. This is Field Yates. Tom Brady's last nine seasons. 2013, lose playoff game. 14, win Super Bowl. 15, lose playoff game. 16, win Super Bowl. 17, lose. 18, win Super Bowl. 19, lose playoff game. 2020, win Super Bowl. 2021, lost playoff game. 2022, question mark. Good Lord. It's going to happen. He's going to retire holding his eighth trophy. Yep, he's going to be like what Brett Favre thought he was. Can can he save championships for the rest of us? I hope so. Like, I want to see the Panthers win a Super Bowl in my lifetime, and I think Tom Brady's playing career 
is going to outlast my actual lifetime. It's, you know, there is a potential. He's going to be 89, dropping back and hitting some futuristic wide receiver for an 80-yard touchdown and just going to, he's going to break my heart. He's going to do it on the Buccaneers and I'm going to watch him twice a year. Like, I know how Dolphins fans feel now. That's a sad state of affairs, Tom. No, it really is. <laughs> okay, so these are the latest Super Bowl odds. So the Bucks Super Bowl odds went from twenty to one to ten to one today alone. I I mean I can't. I'm surprised they didn't go higher. Honestly, yeah. I'm surprised they went the, to like seven. The NFC Championship odds went from ten to one to five to one. So that's that fantastic. Yeah, I mean, it just he's gonna do it. I see no reason to not pick Tampa Bay at this point. Honestly. That team's just too loaded to not win it. Yeah. I mean, they have to, you know, I was watching a first take segment about, like, what team is the most dangerous to win the NFC besides, because this is when Rodgers resigned and had, like, his 30 seconds of glory before it was immediately trumped by other news. And it was, you know, are the Packers the most dangerous team? And it was like, well, the pa- it's, it's, you know, it's the Packers, sort of the Cowboys, and the Rams, and now it's the Buccaneers again. So it's just, it's, it's an impressive move. We'll see. The Packers are definitely going to be the best regular season team, and then they're going to lose in a horribly, all just terrible, gut-wrenching way in the playoffs like they do every other year. The Bucks are going to suck in the regular season. They're going to figure it out towards the end, and then they're going to win the Super Bowl. I was going to say, it'll probably they're going to probably beat the the Packers in the playoffs. Yeah, that'll probably be how it goes. That's definitely going to be how it goes. It's going to go through Lambeau. It's going to be like 617 to 2 or something. <laughs> no, Brady will throw three interceptions, and Rodgers will have one interception, and it'll just be that one interception that breaks them. Yep, every time. That's exactly how it's yeah. going to go. Brady's going to be terrible, but the team's going to bail him out once again. It's, it it hurts. Um, so let's talk about Garoppolo now, because Garoppolo had been semi-pegged um, to to the Buccaneers, like, like very kind of conspiracy theory-ish almost. Do you, what do you think this does to Garoppolo's market? Because it obviously takes another team off the board, right, of where free agent quarterbacks can go. So where do you have Garoppolo going? Because, I mean, there's no way the 49ers aren't going to deal him or in or cut him. His cap hit is too little. Yeah, well, so the Bucks are now off the table. They have Brady. The Vikings are officially off the table. They went with Kirk for another Kirk. year. Do you have a tangent you want to give about that? Like, do you have a, a short little tangent you want to give? I mean, I like I like the contract. Honestly, I do think that it's uh, it's pretty expensive to the team. It's not the super you know most team friendly thing. I think the Vikings are now under a million dollars over the cap, like just a drop in the bucket over the cap. So they do have to do something. the The contract itself isn't great, but you can't really you know do a whole lot when it's a one year contract. So I. I don't really bash the team too hard for it, but it was a restructure, I, right? A refinancing. Uh, I think they just straight signed him to a one-year contract. Did they? Yeah, that's 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 what I read. It sounded like it was just a one-year, thirty-five mil contract with a cap hit of thirty-one something, thirty-one something oh, mil. So that's still pricey. It's pricey, but you know you can't really extend it when you're just doing one year. I get. I mean, I guess it's just it's that's so much money for one contract year. I would have liked to see them sign him to a four year. I think a four year would have been fair, just because he's been he's been so much better on the Vikings than he ever was at Washington. 
I guess. I mean, I'm looking at over the cap right now, and they have their little APY uh, valuation, and they have him as overpaid. So Most people have him as overpaid at this point. I honestly I think, think that he's pretty good. If you actually look at his passer rating since 2016, he is sixth in that time frame amongst quarterbacks. I think the one, the only people, the only quarterbacks above him are Breeze, Mahomes, Rodgers, Watson, and Wilson. Those are the only five ahead of Kirk Cousins in passer rating since 2016. Other than that, he's been better than everybody. Brady, Roethlisberger, he's been better than all of them. Don't get me wrong, like I I do like Cousins and he's seventh in the in Zelos overall scoring, but that's just a really expensive contract for somebody who, as much as I do like him, you know, he's I don't know, I've I've now he's a game maintainer, which is to say, you know, his his record with a lead going into the fourth quarter is just about the same as his record. Um, going into the fourth quarter, trailing like you know the the inverse, I should say. So just you know, Zelo has him as as one of the more expensive quarterbacks. If you let me change it to thirty five million to reflect the new contract, so He's it would bump a pricey, yeah. It would bump him up to fifth most overpaid quarterback in the NFL. Yeah, but I mean, last year he was what thirty three touchdowns, seven interceptions. I think it was. That's I that's. Mean, that's... Still... No, that's but I mean that's five to one touchdown interception ratio. A couple of years ago, when Rodgers was four to one, he was world-endingly good. So, no, I know, output. but that's that's I know, but that's um, he has output, but he, that's what Zelo is taking into account, and it still has him as overpaid. I don't know. I think he might be marginally overpaid, but to be that much overpaid, eh, I don't know. I would have liked to see a longer-term contract that they could spread out his cap hit, though. That would have been great. No, that's better, but I think they. I honestly think this is telling is that they don't want to be long-term committed to him. Well, frankly, they're not going to find somebody better. They're just not. Unless you sign Deshaun Watson, which is not a guarantee that he is still an elite quarterback in the NFL after a full year off, I think that Kirk Cousins is maybe that's what the Vikings are doing. They're going to take. That's what they're doing. They're clearing their books in the future so they can send him off to the Texans and the Texans aren't committed to him in the long term and they'll commit assets to the Texans in exchange for taking the the cap dump. I still don't like signing Deshaun. I don't trust that he's any good. Like I, I, I trust that he's average. I feel like he is. I can guarantee that he is likely average. I can't guarantee that he's elite anymore. It's been I'm, too long. I'm not as worried about that. I think he's going to need to knock the rust off. But I mean, that is what you have the preseason for. It's what you have all the the training camps and. And OTAs for so I think that he'll be fine. He's been around the Texans at the very least, so it's not like he, you know, it's not like he's taken a huge injury or something. It's not like he's Clay Thompson and he's t- he's injured both of his legs in separate areas in back to back years. Like I think he'll be, I think he'll be fine. He it won't be maybe the same, but given the fact that he played such in such a talented way on such a terrible Texans roster last time we saw him, like imagine him on the Vikings with good weapons. We'll see. I don't. I would not be giving him any super large contracts. I, there's no way. Yeah, no, we will see. I will be that'll be one that I'm expecting the news to break on any time at this point, and so I'm I'm loath to talk about it because I feel like it's going to change so soon. Yeah. So any any last thoughts on this? I guess we we can't give it a trade grade, which is how we've been ending all the last episodes we've been doing because those are all big trades. So you know, is there a way you want to? Can we really grade this? 
I guess the only way we're gonna have to we're gonna be able to grade this is after the season's over. Yeah, no, fair enough. I mean, I think for the Buccaneers, this is an A move. I think for Tom Brady, you know, I don't know, just retire. I want to give him just, F just because yeah. I wanted to be retired. Let it go, dude. Unfinished business and what? What have you not done? The only person tired right now is me. I'm tired of Brady. I'm <laughs> retired of Brady. And I have not Brady. played a snap in the NFL. <laughs> exactly. I'm, I'm exhausted. Reti- I'm retired of watching Brady. I, I respect him. He's the GOAT. Please leave me alone. No, I know you. I, I know number, you don't he's think he's six. the goat. He's number yeah, six. I know. I but I'm saying, just, I'm telling him leave me alone. Yeah, please leave me alone. I don't <laughs> care how good you are. When you have you, more Super Bowls. Twenty two years, go away. Yeah, you have more Super Bowls than any other franchise, any other player. Be done. Like let. Like <laughs> it's like it's almost like if this were a fight and it was Tom Brady in the NFL. Tom Brady has the NFL curled in the fetal position on the ground. He walked away. And then just like he just came back and he's gonna run up and give it a big kick. No, nothing <laughs> like how being feels. gifted elite teams for your entire <laughs> career. Oh yeah. Well, you know, uh, to to wrap it up, expect the Buccaneers to go all in on linemen in both free agency uh, as well as the draft. That would be my last little parting gift. Yeah, agreed. All right, thanks, guys, for for being with us. Uh, whenever you're listening to this, either tonight on Sunday evening or Monday morning. But Tony and I, whenever big news breaks, we'll be there, even if it's at midnight. (laughs) Even if it's at midnight. All right. Thanks, guys. (laughs) Bye, everybody.